This is a Veritex Community Bank Road Show, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I don't know if the Astros are done. If they are, I'm not going to hate on them for it. Like yep. They did what I asked them to do. They signed a couple quality bullpen arms. So they've built that bridge from the starters to the end of the game. I never believed that they had to go out and get an outfielder. They had to get a starting pitcher. They've got starting pitchers. It would be nice if you could add the right starting pitcher. Scherzer would have been great. That, that would have been, to me, that would be a game changer. I don't know that there's a game changing starter other than him. ESPN responded to the Big 12 letter. Like, what's the Big 12 want from ESPN? I didn't understand that, really. Well, uh, yeah, uh, guess who else doesn't understand it? ESPN. ESPN. And I feel like ESPN's going to have better lawyers than the Big 12, especially now that Texas and Oklahoma are gone. Can the Big 12 even afford lawyers anymore? I feel like it's going to be better call Saul. Like, hey, Saul. Could you maybe go after ESPN? Which, by the way, because I bet Disney doesn't have great lawyers. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz, hour number three. You know, do, you, do you realize this is one more time you get to hear this song while you're on air? I know. Because this wild. is always the one that, like, you know, if you're dragging a little bit, getting into the 6 o'clock hour. I'm not dragging today, though. No, I, feel good no, today. I don't think you're dragging. But there, there have been times if you're dragging, you hear this, it's like, all right, let's kick some ass this last hour. If you want to get in today, well, we don't take calls on the road, so uh, that's done. AJ's taking his last phone call ever. But you can get us a lot of other ways. Facebook, uh, just find the Blitz, click like, send a message, Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at the producer Nick, at Degenerates975, at ESPN975, I think that's all of them. And uh, you, can te- you can text the show to the main number. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. Officially, we know who the Rockets are going to take. Is it official, Jalen Green? Uh, it is officially Jalen Green. All right. Well, I don't know that I like the like the Pistons and like they Woj knew the Pistons were taking Cade Cunningham like seven or eight hours ago. Well, yeah, but let's let's not act like that was breaking news. So, like, why? I mean, but you would imagine the NBA doesn't want all these picks to be leaked before the draft. Like, they want people to watch tonight, right? Uh, theoretically. I mean, I, I don't ever, I don't really watch even the NFL draft anymore. I just kind of keep up on Twitter. Well, because I don't, you know, I don't need to see him hug Goodell. I just, I just need to know who's going where. Well, as you know, uh, I, I hate all things Houston, so I, I have to say this now. I would not take Jalen Green here. Well, here I'm, I'm going to give just, you. I would not take him. But I'm going to give you a positive. For do what my, you got to do. Positive from my world on this. Okay. I think there's a good chance the player I like best in this draft drops all the way to number four. You, uh, and you know who's the fourth pick? The Toronto Raptors. My, my other team. Yeah, I think you, I think you may be onto that. And uh, I, I would be thrilled. I think uh, it's, it'll matter if the Cavs think that Mobley can play with Jared Allen at the same time. Yeah. But if they do, and I, th- I think they can just fine, uh, I, I think that you may luck out there. And honestly, if that's the case, you're going to get a good player in Toronto either way. Uh, but, yeah, you know, the, and you knew that going into it. Like, you, if you had the top four picks, you were going to get a good player. Um, I, I just, I, I, I'm, I don't love it for the Rockets just because, like I said earlier, we've seen this. We've seen elite scores, and I don't even know that he's an elite scorer. 
He's a, he's a good scorer. I, I, he didn't put up crazy numbers yeah, in the G League. And that's why I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm having to go on people's word that this guy is an elite scorer when he averaged 17 points in 15 games. I think games. he was an elite scorer in high school. Okay. But he's... Weren't a, you an elite scorer in high school? No, I was not. He was. He, he's what we call an aloof defender. So, good luck. Yeah, and, and just from a, a Raptors perspective, if they do get Suggs... I'm guessing they move. Um, they're moving on from Kyle Lowry, and you've got Suggs and Van Vliet in that backcourt with si- Siakam. That's a, yep. that's a that's a pretty good start. I'll and take that. Someone earlier said, "Well, Steph Curry's not a good defensive player, and he carries a team. Luca's not a good defensive player; he carries a team." That's true. Yeah. I mean, it it can happen, but it, Steph Curry also has you some- also you also have to bet that this guy is going to be the next Steph or Luca. You want to make that bet on literally any basketball player? That's not a. That's not a. It's not great odds. Yeah. <laughs> Someone uh, playing one of your old hits. Can you win a championship with Jalen Green as your number one? Well, that's the question. That'll be the question from now on, I guess. Well, you but according to Rockets fans, like Christian Wood is their number one, <laughs> or uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. is their no- like. The Rockets. Rocket fans are very Dante, like uh, now that. Now that they don't have James Harden, Rocket fan is very protective of like these mediocre guys that happen to be the best player on the team while they're terrible. It's like they got to be untouchable, dude. Your team had the worst record in the league. No one on that team should be untouchable. I'm sorry that that's a really bad team. If you can draft someone to replace literally anybody, you have to do it because that was the thing why Rocket fan doesn't like the idea of Evan, uh, of Evan Mobley because he's too much like Christian Wood. Okay. Well, how good was Christian Wood? Good enough to lead you to the worst record in the league. When he, and when he was on the court. When he's on the court. Yeah. yeah, like, you can't tell me there's not a potential upgrade there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I have a hard time with this one because I've, I've seen enough of the other guys to tell you that. Yeah, well, and you mentioned earlier in the show you would take Mobley and Suggs ahead of Cunningham. I do. I think I would, too. And that's why I was so excited when they got the second pick because, like, okay, you don't have to I, – I, not that Cunningham's not going to be a good player. I just uh, – I, I think both those guys are going to be big-time difference makers. And, 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 I, and I, you know, again, I got to see a lot more of them than I did Jalen Green. I saw a lot of Cade Cunningham because I watched a lot of Big 12. Yeah. So – um, yeah, Rockets fans say Kevin Porter Jr. is a future point guard of the team, and that perplexes yep. me. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, um, good word, perplexed. I bet you Charlie uses that word. Perplexed. It's perplexing. Yeah. he. I feel like he would use vexing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. But, um, no, I, I, I mean, I hope this guy works out. I really do. Uh, and it's just... Like I said, you watch a lot of college basketball, so you're always you're going to gravitate to the guys you watched because you saw how good they were. Yeah, and I and I've, I've said all along, I think Suggs is, is Brandon Roy, and before his knees exploded, and if you go back and look at what that guy was doing, that was a borderline MVP candidate. Yep. I, I would love to have that, but plus I, he plays both ends of the floor. Well, that's nice for you as a Raptors fan. Then you may get you, yeah, you no, I, get I, I'm believe me, I'm thrilled. You know, I I because guess who's going to be better before the Rockets are, the Raptors. Yeah, and and they 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 just had injuries this year. It was ridiculous, but you know they they there's some good players. Siakam's a really good player, um, and uh, 
you know, Van Vliet, you know, who, who they've got locked up. I mean, I, I, I like the, the players they have there. You put this kid on there. See you, Kyle. It's yeah. been fun. Um, Flea says, is Fred possibly befuddled? Ooh. That's definitely a word he would use, befuddled. Hmm. I'm going to have to up my uh, vocabulary game with you gone. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to match Charlie word for word. Good luck. Uh, I, I will not be using the term soup to nuts, which I've never heard anywhere else except on Charlie's show. <laughs> so, um, somebody says at number two, it should be at least an all-star by the third year. I, I think there's a chance all these guys are, are good. There's a chance they all suck. Sure. And, and one of the things I read today said that they think it's one of the best top fours in a long time, but that Cade Cunningham is the weakest of the number ones of that group, that he's not far enough ahead of these guys to where you say, oh, wow, he's a – like in another year, Suggs could be a one. Mobley could be a one. So I'll say this. I th- James Wiseman went number two last year. I think whoever the Rockets take will be better than James Wiseman. Which, which totally falls uh, – shows why my opinion on this doesn't matter because I said last year whoever the Warriors take will be the best player. And two years ago, John Morant went second. I would bet that nobody in this draft will be better than John Morant. So – and the year before that, that was a year when – Fultz went one, uh, or no, that was 2017. Who's 2018? Uh, oh, that was DeAndre Ayton. Marvin Bagley went second. Yeah. I think whoever the Rockets take it to will be better than Marvin Bagley and probably worse than Luka, who went third that year. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's all a crapshoot, really. Um, yeah, and, and the thing is, just because all the experts say, oh, this top four is really good, that doesn't mean they're all going to be any good. Yeah, and think about this. Four years ago, Ben Simmons was the number one pick in the draft. Now the Sixers are basically desperate to get out from under him after they give him a max deal. So the NBA is weird like that. Uh, and but and from what I'm hearing, the Sixers are in, they're intent on moving Ben Simmons today. Like I, I would not expect Ben Simmons to be a seventy sixer tomorrow. But also, apparently, Daryl Morey. Wants way more than anyone's going to be willing to give up for Ben Simmons right now. Daryl Morey's trying to sell a stock while it's at its lowest for its peak price. Yeah, that's like if I went around and I'm like, "Hey, I've got all this Bitcoin. Would you like to buy it for uh, 80k? Because that's what it was three months ago." And you're like, "Well, it's 40k now, but it was 80k. Pay, pay 80k for it. It might be back there again." No, uh, uh-uh, uh, Bubba. How about this? I'm going to trade Simone Biles to the uh, ROC. No, you can't I do want that. Your, oh, you can't do that? You can't traffic Damn. humans. That's not trafficking. It's, it's trading. You're talking about trading Ben Simmons. But not to I another was, country. Well, I was going to trade her to another t- for their whole not team. Not to Russia. I want their whole team, the one, the one that won. That's what I'd be asking for. Uh, they are unavailable. <laughs> unavailable for trade. <laughs> Yeah, prob- we give you a shot. We give you a shot. Put the girl with hairy, hairy trap muscle. <laughs> it's probably because Putin's <laughs> hooking up with all of them. That's right. Um, Four hundred nine. Chilton says he's been keeping a list of Palilloisms. Oh, uh, here's write some, a book on that. Here's some good ones. Pennywise, pound foolish. I've, I've heard that one. Soup to nuts. Penultimate. Also ran. Recency bias. Cash on the barrel head. I haven't heard that I one. I haven't heard that. What's that mean? I don't know. I, I have heard this one, in for a penny, in for a pound. Uh, 
Chuck Manhole covers around as if they were nickels. As presently constituted, intestinal fortitude, keeping their money powder dry. I, well, I haven't heard all of those. Mm. Yeah, I haven't either. 409 Chilton, you listen every day then. Um, uh, you know what? Here's one to add to your list. Attendance is part of the grade. That one is true. He uses that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 925. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Power and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. This is the second day in a row that I've been talking with somebody who grew up down here and sharing uh, old stories about the Galveston mob. Eskimo Brothers? No, not like that. Oh. But I, I have to write that book. I have to write the history of the Galveston mob. There's so many cool stories. I think stories. you should. Uh, but that's it's funny. I don't believe in the Galveston mob. No. That's okay, just because you've never seen it. I don't believe in it. <laughs> what do I, don't, I don't trust the science on the Galveston mob. What, what, do, you, what do you believe in? <sighs> Certainly not Jalen Green. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I Honestly, now that I think about it, I don't know what I believe am, in. Am I a bad person for... I believe in clouds. No, no, they're not real. I, I, no, I've seen them. I've flown through a cloud once. Not, not, it was real. That wasn't really a cloud. Okay, well, now you've changed my mind. You've convinced me. I don't believe in anything at all. <laughs> I believe in long, deep kisses. I believe in the, uh, what, what, I forget the whole, what, what was the name of the? Uh, uh, Bull Durham. Bull Durham. What's he, uh, what's, what's he believe in? Some, I believe uh, in the, the small of a woman's back. The hit and run. Some, uh. I don't know. I I believe in all the stuff Bull Durham believes in. How about that? Okay. I believe in... Uh, Look at that. He hit the cow. This guy's <laughs> going to get a steak. <laughs> Holy bleep. He knocked the bleep out of that one. Yeah, that, that, there's a lot of parks that wouldn't have been out. What, like Yellowstone? <laughs> yeah. Or was that from Major League? That's Major League. Yeah. Also a very quotable movie. Um. <laughs> Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you uh, you want to text the show, but yeah, the uh, the report out that the Rockets are going to take Jalen Green. Is, am I a bad person for thinking oh, this is great? The Raptors are going to get Suggs. Does that make me a bad person? Uh, I, I mean, no. You should be excited. You you. That's the beauty of you cheering for two teams. Also, the beauty of me cheering for no teams. Yeah. Uh, my my allegiance but, to a team can grow or fade, but depending on who they draft tonight. That's the beauty of it. Like, I, if I like a team some and they draft someone that I don't like, I'll be like, screw that team. If a team that I like drafts somebody that I like, I'll be like, oh, that might be my new favorite team. Well, you like Suggs, so now maybe. I might like the Raptors now. Yeah. I might like the Raptors. There you go. I've seen some, I mean, as, as you know, my, uh, my favorite team uh, currently is the Golden State Warriors. Yes. I'm aware of that. Uh, now, they could easily slide down the list. But I've heard lots of news of Davion Mitchell, Franz Wagner, 
if they were to get some of those guys, I'd be like, oh, now that's interesting, friends. That would be interesting. Okay, I don't even know what this is, but. I I don't know what that is. That looks like COVID juice, friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, Jameson. What are you, Nick? And this is cold Jameson. Oh, you're fancy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. A a fancy boy drinking chilled whiskey. Oh, well. Salute to A.J. Hoffman. Here's a secret. I don't like Jameson. I never have. And you know who's bought me more shots of Jameson in my life than anyone else? Nick Nick Sharara. And uh, here's the thing, though. Normally, like, and Nick's my friend. Uh, Normally, when a friend says, all right, this round's on me, I just, and they say, what do you want? I just say, whatever. (laughs) Eventually, I had to start telling Nick, whatever but Jameson. Like, it's, uh. But that's what Nick likes to buy. He, at least he used to buy shots of. I think yeah. Nick may have. He may be changing his palate. Yeah. Well. I, I, I thank you. I appreciate it. I do like Derek Carr. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Nick has Nick has poured more Jameson down my head than than anyone in the history of time. Uh, me too. And I've never it. I've never <laughs> liked it, but I've always drank it. Well, Nick, I like it so. Next trip to Vegas, whenever Nick says I'm getting around, I know exactly what I'm getting. I, I don't. I no. I, are you still a Jameson guy? You've moved on, haven't you? You mostly tequila uh, now. See, I, I'll get on that tequila. I like with tequila. You. Oh yeah. But you and I are different. You like clear tequila. I like that dark stuff. I'm a brown liquor man. That's what I am. Brown sugar. That's from. I'm, I like the dark meat. That's right, Bubba. Hell yeah, who you telling, Bubba? Uh, looks like Terry Francona is stepping away as manager of the Cleveland Guardians for the rest of the season. It's based on health issues. Uh-oh. No word yet if we're going to call him a quitter uh, or a hero. That, that's TBD. If Terry Francona is a hero or a quitter, we'll find out soon. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm going to go with quitter. I'm, I'm, now, not, I'm not here no, to confirm no, or deny. No, because guess what? I, I, we, this, in this world, we have to have immediate takes, right? And you have to have an immediate opinion. So he's a quitter, and if he winds up dying in a couple months from something. I'm going to go with he's I'm a gonna hero. For, I'm going to forget that I said this. You know who else is a hero and, and also uh, did exactly what I thought they would do at the end of the day? The Texas A&M fighting Aggie made the hero move today. They reached the final stage of grief, which is acceptance. <laughs> and they were the 14th yes on the SEC vote for Texas and Oklahoma. Because at the end of the day, like, honestly, I think about 10 or 15 years ago, Aggie would have voted no, and then everyone would have made fun of them for it. I think that they've grown some, and they were like, you know what? It's going to look bad for us. This is going to pass 13 to 1 anyway. Let's just say bring it on. I think it's a good move. It's a hero move by Aggie. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do we know they were the 14th vote? You think they were the first vote? They might have been fifth or sixth. How great would it have been if if, if that's the conclusion that Aggie jumped to and then the final vote was like, I don't know, what was it going to take? If it was like 11 to 3 
and Aggie voted yes because they thought everybody else was, and then if they'd voted no, Texas and OU would be screwed. They're like, damn it! Why didn't we do that thing we do? Why'd why'd we pick now? That was a great putt. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering wondering where the yelling was coming from. So, yeah, they got a pretty mean game going over there. But, uh, yeah, honestly, the the question now becomes when it happens. Because you could say 2025 until you're blue in the face. It's going to be before that. Yeah, and I I don't know. I'm sure you've talked to some of your UT sources over there. I would imagine that this is the last year that Texas plays in the Big 12. I think that there's going to be some kind of a merger between the AAC and the remaining Big 12 school. It may be all of them. Um, yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll, I heard this, and I'll throw it out there, that the, there is talk of the AAC and the Big 12 merging all of them and adding BYU and having a 20-team league split into two to ten divisions. That would be a pretty decent. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be what it was with Oklahoma and Texas, but it's pretty good. It's better than it's better than it is now, and it's better than the Big Twelve is without Texas and Oklahoma. And and frankly, you know you're you're able to, I think compete. You're you're just below the Pac twelve at that point. I think so too, just barely. And you know, there's some years in basketball where the AAC's been better than the Pac twelve. So you put all those guys in there. Certainly in that sport, you're adding Baylor and Kansas. Yeah. Uh, so I, I Oklahoma State too. Oklahoma State too, and, and Oklahoma State and. Now you've kind of got a flagship program with BYU. And, again, it's just speculation that I've, I've heard from people that uh, but they that would be a real possibility because it does seem like the Big Ten doesn't want to move. And the Pac-12 has shown no real indication that it wants to move. So, and like I said, the last I heard was the Pac-12 and the Big Ten talking about a cooperative uh, arrangement and scheduling, which would make a lot of sense, and it makes your, your – TV deal much more valuable, especially if you're the Pac-12. And I think they're both on Fox, so all of that would make sense. And, you know, and the whole question is, does the ACC want to do anything? And I kind of get the impression they don't. I mean, I, and I only have a couple of, of sources there, and they're not people who want more teams, so they're going to tell you that. So that's why I'm kind of taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but, I mean, that, that I could see happening. And that'd be a pretty good conference. And you know, as a uh, as a UH fan, I could live with that. Yeah. And twenty is a lot. Twenty is a lot. But in the in the way a twenty team conference would work, I assume, is you would only play the teams in your division. You would never play cross division. Yeah, unless, unless they, it's in the championship game. I, I'm guessing they'll go to the pod thing, like the SEC might do. Maybe where you have four or five team pods, and you rotate who you play each year. Yeah. And and I think that's what the SEC is going to wind up doing, which actually is fairly interesting to me. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of balls to make a move like that. That's why you probably should use Blue Chew, because I'm telling you guys, if you've been struggling, Blue Chew can really help. And if you're not struggling, you just want to perform a little better. This stuff is just terrific. It's an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Viagra and Cialis. But it's in chewable form. It's a fraction of the cost. And it's an online prescription service. So you don't have to go to a doctor. There's no awkward conversations. No waiting in line with the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And I can tell you all of this is true because I I did it. I went online and talked to one of their uh, specialists. And two days later, boom, there it was in my mailbox. And all you have to do is go to bluechew.com. 
You can uh, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, boom, you get it in days. And uh, the thing is, if you don't like swallowing pills, and some people don't, you just chew them. They're great. And uh, they're made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal just for you guys. Try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo code BLITZ at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLITZ, to receive your first month free. BlueChew.com. ESPN. This is a Veritex Community Bank Road Show. Live from Over Under Sports Bar, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Power and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Live at Over Under Sports Bar. You still got 28 minutes to get out here and say hello for A.J. Bolts in his penultimate version of the Blitz. The penultimate version. Yeah. I didn't see Charles Palillo today. Oh, yeah? So you didn't get to say goodbye? He said, no, he said, maybe I'll see you before you go, and if not, good luck. Hmm. I don't know if it was heartfelt because I'm still pretty certain that Charlie hates me, but he did say, good luck. Right? I mean, I, I, I do it all the time. nice. I, do it all, I say good luck to AJ all the time. Yeah. And <laughs> he doesn't mean it. <laughs> no. No. I, well, you know what, you know what it's like? What it, it, you'll get this. The old days when we were playing online poker and you get all in and somebody says good luck. And yeah, they don't all mean in. that. They hope no. you lose. No, they hope you, uh, they hope you get bad beated. Yeah. They want your ass out of there. Yeah. But it's like, good luck. Well played. Oh, sorry. I used to hate that crap. <laughs> oh, tough break, Bubba. Don't worry. You'll get them next time. <laughs> of course, the good thing was back in the day, yeah, you, you bust out like that. There's another tournament eight seconds later. That's true. You just jump right back in. But, Boy, uh, I miss that. Yeah, I, I, I hope of all the things that I'd like to see legalized, at some point in the next two years, I'd like to get online poker back. Not, not that I'd dislike playing live i just love the fact that i could sit there and you could work on your game constantly and yeah and then then you and i'll do what we all used to do and i'll get on uh g chat with you while you're playing the same sit and go and we'll tell each other what hands we have and beat everybody up because we're horrible human beings that way i still remember me and the dean brothers sitting at the same table three of the six people in a six-man sit and go Oh, man, I used to do that with Knowing the, only the top two got paid, right. but it was almost a lock that we were going to be two of the three. Yeah. but uh, That's called a co-op, friends. See, back, back in the day when I liked my wife, she used to do that when she was in Canada. And, ah. and they never figured out that why is a person from Mississauga, Canada, and Houston, Texas always in the same six-person sit-and-go? And we just sit there and go, okay, I got this. And... Um, yeah, it, it worked. It worked pretty well. And, and I'm not proud of it, but, hey, poker stars could have figured it out. They could have. All they had to do was say, what, I mean, because how, I mean, how random is it that the same two people from Houston and Mississauga wind up in every six-person sit-and-go? Well, Fred, how random is it that the same three guys 
from one IP address. <laughs> we're all. I mean, I think you could figure that out, right? Yeah. So wait, these three guys are all using the same Wi-Fi network. That doesn't seem right. Well, it wasn't. And, and at no point did they ever call us on it. No. Now there were players that would get in the chat and say, "Wait a minute, you two were in the last time I played." It's like, yeah, and you. Yeah, you, you were here too. Yeah. That's suspicious. <laughs> exactly. That was my response. It's like I don't, I don't know, I don't know that person. I don't know you. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. See. Oh boy. <laughs> see, money says this is a direct to DVD rounders movie. Uh. Yeah. Well, you know what? I guarantee you. I'm not the only one who, uh, we were not the only ones doing that. And guess, guess what smart people did, okay? It's just a little, a little uh, PSA. Uh, it would show you the players that are signed up. Well, once I picked up on who the other guys doing that were, guess what I did? Signed up for a different sit-and-go. Yeah. Avoided them. I mean, that's, that was all I ever did. I spent some time going back through the... Uh through the NBA draft history, yeah, and looking at the number two overall picks, okay, and we're gonna play thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, I, I kind of wanted to get your thought. Like, if I give me a, a comp, what kind of player do you hope you get for the Rockets in this draft? Like, is he a a multiple time All Star? Is he an MVP candidate? What are you hoping that? this pick turns into i hope that this pick turns into a top 15 player in the league okay is that fair i'm gonna give you some names from the last 20 years okay and i want you to tell me if you'd like this player to be better or worse all right than who i'm gonna name so back in 2001 the second overall pick was a fellow named tyson chandler are you hoping for better or worse better but he wasn't horrible i mean he had a nice career he was, was never, never near a top 15 player no. in the league. No. This one may be very difficult. Well, and by the way, that was the, he went after Kwame Brown. Oh, uh, oh ow. Now, uh, this, you know what, though? Kwame Brown had a nice long career, just so, not a number one pick. So this one's weird because this guy hardly got to play at all, and he was number two behind the Rockets, who took Yao Ming. Jay Williams. We don't know if Jay Williams yeah. he could have been great. It's always easy to say someone could have been great when they right. never really play in the league. He also could have been a total bust. Yeah, and we don't know. You know what? If now he, he makes he, a lot of money doing mornings for ESPN Radio. Maybe he good should, life. If he had just stayed off the motorcycle, that's right. Uh, better or worse, tonight's pick or Darko Milicic? Ooh, see that—that's what you dread because everybody else around him. Read off the other names drafted around Darko. Here's the top five: LeBron James. He's okay. Darko. Not so good. Carmelo Anthony. Pretty good. Chris Bosh. Pretty good. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. One of those things is not like the other. It's because Darko is the only white guy. Oh. Lesson learned, I think. I think you're right. Lesson learned. Do not draft a white guy with the second overall pick. Uh, if God... If, if Rafael Stone drafted a white guy tonight, we'd know he was a dope. Uh, well, you know what? So far, he's got to be smarter than Jack Easterby. All right. I'm, I'm going to give him Are that. you hoping for better or worse than a Mecca Okafor? Better. Again, decent player. Never worth that. Marvin Williams. Uh, yeah, I think you want better than that. LaMarcus Aldridge. 
Boy, I'd take that. You would take that, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's one. Yeah. Write that. Let, make a little tick mark. That's one so far. Wait, can I put this in my notebook? Put it in your notebook. Okay, good, good. And he actually got, he was sandwiched in between Andrea Bargnani and Adam Morrison. Ooh. So LaMarcus Aldridge at number two was literally the, I mean, that was about as good as it could have got. Mm-hmm. Uh that was the year that the Rockets took Rudy Gay and immediately traded him away, yeah. much to my chagrin. Yeah. Uh, but they got Shane Battier. Now, here's one. This is probably best-case scenario. In 2007, the number two overall pick was a fellow named Kevin Durant. Ooh. It'd be really nice if whoever the Rockets took tonight turned into Kevin Durant. I, I, I'll take that, yeah. I'm yeah. going to put the likelihood at zero that that happens. I, I'm going to go 0.1 Okay, just because... Maybe. So yeah. that's two, though. LaMarcus yeah. and yeah, Kevin we're Durant. We're good. We're good. All right. I like it. Michael Beasley. Uh, you want better? Yeah. Hashim Thabit. Okay. One of the biggest busts ever in the two spots. So you're saying you want better. And guess what? Uh, almost all the names that you're, you're reeling off that are big busts wound up on the Rockets at some point. Evan Turner. Oh, boy. Yeah. You got to do better. You now. want better. Derek Williams. Yes. You want better. You want better. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. You want better? <laughs> and I thought he was going to be good, though. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit. And, and, and this he one looked like co- he was going to be, and then, no. Now, this one, I, like, think about this. If you could have this guy, you could have his career, would you take it? Victor Oladipo. Yeah, not, again, another one that wound up with the Rockets. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know what? I would take that. But in this instance, Barely. at least he wasn't first pick Anthony Bennett. Oh, yeah. That's who you didn't want. Ugh. And th- that's a that's sort of a tough draft because there was there was almost no good players in that draft period. Yeah. Like if you go back, I mean Giannis went I don't I don't even he went like in the 20s or late teens. Right. But it's like Giannis, CJ McCollum and a bunch of dudes who are washed out of the league cuz they all stunk. Yeah. Um Jabari Parker Nah, you gotta have better. You pick. want better, D'Angelo Russell. Better, but that's that's not bad. That's close. Brandon Ingram. I think I'd take that. Okay, I think I'd take that. Lonzo Ball. I think I'd take that. I think I would take that too. If, if this guy turns into Lonzo Ball, okay, yeah. Uh, Marvin Bagley the third. You want better? Yeah. Uh, 2019's John Morant. I would take John Morant. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, if he's John Morant, yes. I'd thrilled. be happy with that. Thrilled. And then uh, last year was James Wiseman. I don't want James Wiseman. Yeah. Don't draft James Wiseman, I, I, please. I don't know that we've seen what James Wiseman's going to be, but I don't want that. You know who else won't see what James Wiseman's going to be? The Golden State Warriors. They're like, they're like fighting for a playoff spot last year. Everybody else is hurt, and they're like, well, should we play James? Nah, let's figure something else out. So, there you go. I, maybe out of the last what, 20 years, four, five, five? or six. And, and that's if you're like, there's maybe guys like Victor Oladipo and Brandon Ingram who yeah. you say you'd be happy with, but you'd like to be better. I mean, John Morant, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, those are easy ones. Yeah. Everybody else, it's kind of like, man, I sure hope the Rockets do better than that. Yeah, so, so basically what you're saying is you have a one in four chance that's of getting a, a player that you say, hey, that was worth the number two. Pick. That's about what you've got, friends. Sorry, Jalen Green. I, I'm 
And you also have a chance of being Hashim to beat. You could be. Yeah. Uh, Fab King asked, Fred, did you bet on Qatar? I did. Did they get a goal early? Why is that game not on? You realize the next co-host could be a Kevin Durant, could be a, a Hashim Thabit. You it, never know. Uh, it, is, it is the second pick on the show. That's right. So, yes, it could very well be that. It yeah. could be Hashim Thabit. So, yeah. I, I, honestly, man, I'm, I'm kind of um, – like, I, I haven't done – I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about what's next for the show. And, and I, I'm, I'm kind of leaving that to other people because I just kind of wanted to, to ride this out and – have some fun with it for the last few shows. But, yeah, I, I just realized that, yeah, starting uh, Friday at 7.01, I really need to start thinking about it. That would be the time to make to start really having some. You may want to call Todd and David with some input at that point. Well, I, mean, I, I, told, I told them what I'd like. and you know, we'll, Yeah, a chick with big boobs isn't really what they're looking to bring on. No, no, I, I need somebody who's surrounded by chicks with big boobs. Oh, okay. I, I'm, listen, I don't. I don't need the big one. I'll take the I'll take the, the twos and threes in that situation. I'm not I'm not looking for I'm not looking for Kevin Durant with that pick. <laughs> All right, quick break. One segment left to go. It's a blitz at ESPN nine seven five. To the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz for the final segment of the penultimate show here at Over Under. So uh, we've made it, Freddie. We've made it. There's this. You know what? All right. Wait, wait. Got to wipe away a little tear. Last ever. Hoffman on Hollywood. <sighs> well, friends. Are they really friends? Uh, Are you really Jim Nance? No. That's a, a sad truth. I'm not. <laughs> uh, let's start with Bob Odenkirk. Are we all worried about Bob? Uh, I was when I found out. Dude collapsed. He suffered a heart-related incident on the set of Better Call Saul. I told you guys... I'm a terrible person because my initial reaction was, God, I hope he finishes the season. Yeah. I thought the same thing. But apparently it's I, pretty I, I serious. Raise your hand if you didn't think that. I think everybody, yeah. every Better Call Saul fan was thinking yeah. that, unless they're good people. And then they were like, oh, I, prayers for his family and stuff, but not us. Um, so we, I don't – there's still not a lot of details on how severe it is or, or what – He's going to live and finish the show, though. That's the important I, It thing. looks like he's going to live. They say he's going to be okay, uh, says Bob's son, Nate. They say production was a little more than halfway done at the time of the heart attack. Okay. All right, so we just need him to survive a couple more weeks. And It yeah. says 
Production remained halted Wednesday as everyone involved focuses on Odenkirk's health. It's unclear how long production will remain down. So, I mean, obviously they need him to finish. Right. They can do some stuff without him, I'm sure. But, all right, I, I just want to throw this out there. Let's say he finishes up and then he does die. Kind of worked out for Heath Ledger. Uh, he won an Oscar. Well. I'm just saying. Fair enough. Just just throwing that out there. Um, are you familiar with WWE superstar Sheamus? Uh, I have heard, I've heard the name. I don't really, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But you know I who know. WWE superstar Sheamus actually looks a lot like? Dustin, right here. Oh, Dustin the Ginger? Yeah. Oh, okay. You look a lot like WWE superstar Sheamus. Okay. Yeah, g- Google him. He looks just like you. It's very odd. Uh, you should you should be going into bars telling women that's who you are. Apparently. I think you'd get some action. Um... Seamus was in Florida, and someone stole his necklace. They yanked his chain, as we say where I grew up in the hood. You got your chain snatched? Oh, you a bitch, Seamus. Is that a rap lyric? No. That's something that happened to me. Someone snatched my chain and then called me a bitch. Uh, But in this instance, apparently there's there's now a $5,000 reward. For a necklace that is like a, I guess it's like his prop. I don't think it's like a, uh, it's not jewel encrusted or anything. But he says, a lovely fella stole my cross. I'd appreciate if you internet sleuths could track it down and return it via details below. Ringside seats reward when we return to your town and many beers. Crime Stoppers of Tampa Bay is also offering a $5,000 reward. But, and, uh... There was a necklace stolen, three title belts signed by various WWE stars, and a corner pad were all stolen. So Crime Stoppers is on the look. But if you're not into five grand, you can get mini beers and ringside seats. All right, let me let me just throw this out. Got the next wrestling event. Uh, when you say internet sleuths, you're looking for the ones who did Why You Don't Bleep With Cats. Those guys knew what you was going on. You don't want the ones who did the hotel in California. No. Those, those guys know. Uh, and... No. I still feel bad for that poor death rocker. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I don't know about you guys. I'm very concerned about Fred Durst. Nobody else? Just me, huh? Oh. Just one of those days. Uh, Fred Durst deleted every picture from his Instagram with the exception of a selfie that shows him without a hat, swoopy hair, a button-down shirt, and like a weird uh, horseshoe mustache. And it says, thinking about you, 70. That doesn't look like Fred Durst. No. that You know what that looks like? That looks like some character actor. That's... Uh, and, and it looks like... He's going to break your bleeping face tonight? What? Yeah, exactly. No, he, that guy did it for the nookie. Really? I don't believe it. I, 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 I think he's trying to be a Shakespearean actor now. That's what it is. Uh, Everything's bleeped. Everyone sucks. Everyone. And well, often we talk about how rich, like Dr. Dre, 
getting taken to the cleaners by his ex-wife. Well, sometimes it goes the other way. And Kelly Clarkson is getting hosed by her ex-husband. 200000 a month in spousal and child support she's got to pay? Damn. God. God. I mean... Yeah, that, and, and if there's if there's not a better reason to marry a chubby girl with a pretty face, I've always said, if you marry a chubby girl with a pretty face, the only way you can go is up. Friends, this guy went up. All right, everybody, let's hear it for him. Two hundred k a month for the rest of his life. Boy, that made chubby girl with a pretty face usually has kind of low self esteem, but. I mean, she's literally one crash diet away from being a really hot chick and giving you $200,000 a month. Amazing. I really chose poorly on who to put a baby in. <sighs> That's Hoffman on Hollywood. That's the last Hoffman on Hollywood, That's a good one. That was a good one. Oh, good addition, my friend. Only one left. We will be at Carbach tomorrow. I uh, hope to see as many human beings as possible there. Uh, there will be alcohol. Why didn't you go out with Since You've Been Gone by Kelly freaking Clarkson? Because oh. that's not a goodbye song. Since You've Been Gone! This is Fred, Fred can breathe you for the first time. Yet. You're still here being toxic. Uh, that's the song. Toxic? Really? It's all. It's, yeah, her he's, song, he's, Since You've Been Gone, is about getting rid of somebody who was toxic. That's me. I'm leaving toxically. I'm leaving Fred. And I'm going to pay him 200000 a month to yeah, beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll beat it for free. All right. That'll do it. Great job, AJ. Great job, Aaron. We will do it one last time tomorrow. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. And every road you- this is ESPN 97.5.